You're listening to the Chelsea Zerna Podcast, a podcast that inspires conscious leaders to live meaningful lives and to get in touch with the deepest parts of the human experience. My name's Chelsea Zerna, and I'm a women's empowerment coach with the mission of rewilding the feminine back into society. Each week, I have a conscious conversation with best-selling authors, inspiring leaders, and spiritual lightworkers who aren't afraid to step into the unknown and explore the greatest truths of life. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Chelsea Zerna podcast. On this podcast, I am here with Jonathan Berry, and we're going to dive into incredible topics. Jonathan is such an intelligent creature. Um, He is a digital nomad living in Lisbon, Portugal, and he lives in a co-living space. So at some point in the podcast, a group of people is going to walk in Um, and this podcast was so good. We wanted to keep every ounce of this content. So you may hear some background noise and just know that that's what that is. All right. Welcome to the Chelsea Zerna podcast, Jonathan Berry. How are you, Jonathan? I'm so good and super happy to be here with you today, Chelsea. I'm excited to have you. So Jonathan is an author, a speaker, a social entrepreneur, an innovation strategist, and a metaphysician. He's the co-founder of MindLab Institute, an organization that helps transform people and their mind and their body by researching the latest neuroscience. He also helps people with body-mind, body-brain coherence, flow consciousness, and quantum theory to develop innovative frameworks for personal leadership and engineering the future. And Jonathan, also, you were a gymnast for a while. I was, yes. Actually, the first quarter of my, or uh, one third of my life was spent in a gym training to be a competitive athlete, competitive gymnast. That's amazing. I resonate with that strongly. Yeah, I did it for about 20 years. Wow, um, 20 of- years? You got me beat. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe what um, I was in eight and then I stayed in eight for a while and kind of retired as an eight slash nine. I kind of I mean, just did it for fun until I was. For women. Yeah. You're doing some pretty gnarly, hardcore moves in, in at level eight. Yes. And you were elite, right? You got, you went to yeah, elite. I was, I was down to level three, which men go down, yeah, women go yes. up. I don't know who invented that system, but yeah, I got down to level three and um, was competing internationally. And, you know, the funny thing that was when I was a kid, the, the thing that prevented me from going further was was puberty. Like I hadn't hit puberty yet. And, and, oh. and I didn't have enough muscle to be able to do some of the moves like the iron cross. I couldn't do release moves. It was like I was too tiny at that time. And I remember just being like, what the heck? Like, why can't I... <laughs> you know, do more. It was funny. For sure. And in women, it's different. As soon as women hit puberty, they grow too tall and they no longer can do the same things on beam anymore. (laughs) That's awesome. Very cool. I know. Right. And that's actually, that's how you got into um, meditation, right? You started meditating. Yeah, it is. It is pretty cool. Um, in, in hindsight, when I was a kid, I would have never guessed that what I was doing 
was actually harnessing one of the most powerful technologies on the face of the planet, which is, you know, really activating our brains as supercomputers to create our reality. But my coaches would basically sit there and make make us sit on the side of the um, uh, of, of whatever we were about to go and perform. We would sit and meditate and visualize our routine over and over again in our heads mm-hmm. and, and just see it from start to finish and then actually see ourselves standing on the podium holding the ribbon or the or the medal and and so you know it it wasn't until you know a few years ago that I really realized the power of that and how that had such a profound impact in in my life totally absolutely I used to um bars was not my best uh event and I used to visualize myself going through and through my retreats like to absolute perfection because everything that you do like the judges mark a tenth off here a tenth off there so I would go through and make sure that I was doing it um and like visualizing myself going through the entire thing that's awesome yeah it's well and it's crazy because I mean this is something that we do every day whether we are aware of it or not you know we're always meditating um, and it could be that you're meditating on what you want to happen or chances are it could be that you're meditating on what you don't want to happen uh, considering that 70% of the average human's beliefs are limiting or self-defeating mm. and this is research based from uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton who wrote the book The Biology of Belief so Basically, you know, we are unconsciously, uh, you know, prescribing ourselves unconscious thoughts and we're meditating on them constantly. And, and so, um, you know, I know a lot of people that say, oh, I, I want to meditate, but I, I just can't. I, I just can't get my brain to, you know, slow down for that long. And I'm like, that's exactly why you meditate. You know, it's like, come on, you know, and, and, sure. uh, you know, the, sure. we're so caught into, yeah, the, the, the trap of our unconscious mind that um, it, it takes over. And that's, you know, for, for me as a competitive gymnast, um, you know, I had experienced a lot of trauma abuse from my, my coaches and, mm-hmm. and that abuse became the narrative and became the story that literally caused me to go into a dark cave and and a prison of pain uh, for my entire adolescent years, Um, you know, numbing out, smoking a lot of weed, drinking a lot of alcohol and and basically just escaping from the pain I was in and and numbing the storyline that I had been, you know, that that was given to me. And um, are you hearing me okay? Yeah, I am. And I'm curious, what kind of brought you out of that? Because that's a that's a major thing to have happened. And a lot of times when that happens to people, uh, a lot of that gets suppressed. And a lot of that just goes and sits in our body and goes unnoticed. What was kind of the the moment where you came out of that? Yeah, well, I mean, there were a few moments, you know, a lot of times when when we're waking up, we need a wake up call, you know, and, um, and for me, there was a few moments of deep initiations um, that occurred throughout my life that basically, you know, led me to waking up a little bit more every time. Um, and, and, you know, in the beginning, you know, religion was a big part of that awakening for me. But then over time, I realized religion was not the solution. Um, but there was something that was even deeper. And so going on that spiritual quest and that journey to, um, you know, seek truth. And, um, and so, you know, along that path, I I had a a number of different initiations, but getting, getting hit by a truck 
um, in Hawaii on a scooter, having a near-death experience, um, having three bulging discs in my spine, uh, having a, an ego collapse, an ego death, and really a dark night of the soul is what cascaded me into then finding the book, The Power of Now, which became kind of like my new Bible at that, at that time and, and um, uh, led me to, yeah, the, the re realization of our true power in this present moment. That's huge. Eckhart Tolle is amazing. I've learned so much from him and The Power of Now is, is uh, an awesome book. He was on um, the Super Soul podcast, and um, nice. yeah, and he ended up doing an entire series on the New Earth on that as well. Um, yeah, cool, exactly. Yeah, I mean Eckhart is is such a badass. I love that guy. He's such an alien, you know. Yeah. Hearing his voice, he's got the weirdest voice. He's Eckhart Tolle, <laughs> and I would just listen to his voice every single day as I would come deeper and deeper into the present moment. <laughs> <laughs> and when he laughs. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I really, I really hope that I get a chance to 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 have uh, to have a, a time with Eckhart. I'm actually going to go see him next year um, at the uh, in Seattle. And my friend was like, "Do you want to go see Eckhart?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And we we booked tickets. And she's like, "Oh well, we can either sit in the back and tickets are only fifty bucks, or you can sit up here and it's like two hundred and fifty." I was like, "Oh, we're sitting right up front." She's like, "Why? What's the difference?" And I was like, "If we sit up here, there's a chance that." You could actually make eye contact <laughs> with Eckhart Tolle, and if <sighs> if and when that happens, you will, you know, in essence, receive the energy of Eckhart, which I think would be worth the extra two dollars. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. So you yeah. talk a lot about yeah. quantum meditation. Can you talk about yes. what quantum meditation is and how you use that in your life? So you started off meditating as a gymnast and got way deeper into it, started uh, Eckhart Tolle had a huge influence of your life, but how did that kind of transform? Yeah, so essentially, I was living in Hawaii, and um, and I was tapped into this community. I, I was having my awakening experience, and I started waking up, and I just needed to have conversations about what was going on, because um, essentially, I started to realize that everybody around me was actually asleep. And I would have these conversations with my friends and be like, hey, did you know, you know, that the mind is thinking on its own and that, you know, we're identified as our unconscious ego. And did you know that we're unconscious 90 to 95 percent of our entire life? And like, you know, people would like, well, interesting, you know, OK, go on. And then all of a sudden people would have these like moments, these wake up moments where it was like as as if they were just waking up for the first time and and it was so because i was searching so adamantly for truth like i really wanted it and so when i found it i just was deeply committed to staying present staying as conscious as possible because the the storyline that i was in the pain that i was in was was so dark that I, when I found the light, I was like, all right, let's go, yeah. you know? And so I wanted to find every possible path or every piece of knowledge that I could get my hands on, uh, to not only stay present, but to accelerate the, uh, uh, amount of time that I could spend in that conscious state and to do everything that I could to, you know, begin to cultivate 
that that uh, presence in my in my life and so i started a community called the vibe tribe in hawaii it was like a weekly gathering where we would just have dinner and talk about consciousness and spirituality and um and seven years later now the vibe tribe actually owns a house our nonprofit organization it's an accelerator uh, an incubator and accelerator for conscious entrepreneurs and healers and so that's still going to this day people are living there in hawaii and oahu and and uh, hosting events and people are you know just uh yeah the, the community's thriving there and um and and i was able to be a part of that and um and, and so while I was there, I was also tapped into a lot of the spiritual community that would come to Hawaii to tap into that spiritual energy that Hawaii holds, the, the, the mana of the aina, you know, is, is a potent uh, platform for a lot of, you know, people to connect with the Hawaiian lineage of different types of healing and, and, and spiritual connection. And so... Um, when uh, I, I started to get into an organization that's called the uh, World Congress of Quantum Medicine, and they would uh, host these events. And I, I got to go in and start meeting these people like Joe Dispenza, Nassim Harriman, Amit Goswami, um, uh, Dr. Emoto, and, um, and, and just these people who were honestly like heroes to me because I, when I was 17, I had uh, watched the movie What the Bleep Do We Know? Have you seen that movie? No. Okay, you gotta watch What the Bleep. Where it was, I, I I was smoking some weed with some friends. We were in high school, and we watched this movie, and it literally just blew my mind because it was all about how basically our our thoughts and our emotions are triggering our neuropeptides and our uh, emotions to basically um, run our body and our mind, and we're just being taken over by our emotions and and and. It, and then it talks about quantum physics and how, you know, the observer effect influences how, you know, the, the particle and the electrons actually manifest in certain experiments and how, you know, taking the observer effect into your own life can actually transform the way that you kind of uh, play with the idea that, you know, in this moment, everything is vibration. And the more that you focus on certain things, they say where attention goes, energy flows. And so yeah. the more that we can pay attention to what we want to happen, well, statistically, you're increasing the probability that that could happen. And so, uh, you know, I started to, you know, go deeper into this research because when I was going to the World Congress of Quantum Medicine and being around these people just through osmosis, I was like, oh, my God, this is real. This is awesome. Learning about the science and, and, and seeing the future and starting to have these visions and meeting the community of people that were there. It just it was so inspiring to me. And so I just started to go deep into uh, into this type of information and, and research. And I started hosting events and, and um, gatherings. And um, over the years, the uh, the Vibe Tribe events started to get really big. We had some events that were like uh, over 150 people and doing like big ceremonies and, and rite of passage experiences. And mm, yeah. um, I started to get more into plant medicine. And, 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 you know, when you, when you start to learn about the science of spirituality, and then you also do plant medicine and different types of entheogens and these different consciousness technologies that ex uh, amplify your, the, your entire brain, your entire body, I mean, you, those two paired, you know, are fascinating. I mean, it's like you go, deep and uh, you know for most people doing plant medicine or any sort of hallucinogen if you haven't been doing work on yourself well then you're probably just gonna you know have some 
crazy, um, you know, upheaval of some of your old emotions and stories. They're going to pop up. There might be some emotional release, you know? And so, yeah, yeah, it can be be very dangerous for people who haven't done a lot of self-development and and personal work because all of these emotions and things can come up and there's not a lot of guidance on how to handle those. Whereas when you're working in the space and you're constantly in personal development, personal growth, you start to realize, oh, this is part of the journey. This is part of this. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's, that's why it's so important to be doing this work. You know, it's a lot of times, I mean, we just suppress Mm -hmm. those stories and the, the pain and the trauma and, and the resentment and those things can fester up inside of us. And, and that festering is like, you know, we're, we're giving our energy away to those stories. And I I call them energy vampires because it's like, you know, in our present moment experience, you have this limitless amount of energy. It's, well, it's, I don't know if it's limitless, but it's, it's, um, you know, it's always being expressed through us. And we're, if we're feeding that energy, our, you know, vital life force energy to these stories, it's like, oh, I don't like this person or, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough or, you know, um, I, I can't make a move. I can't make that leap. I can't start that business because I'm not good enough or, oh, I can't do that campaign or I, you know, it's like, especially as entrepreneurs, you know, if we're, if we are living in a fear state, you know, then it's not serving our business. It's not serving our audience. Cause if, if, if we want to be able to show up when as 100% uh, for our target audience, we need to feel 100%. And, sure. and so, yeah, yeah. And, and I, and I feel like, you know, just keeping it in alignment with the, you know, with the entrepreneurial spirit, you know, is that we start as entrepreneurs, we start something because we feel that call. There's something inside of us that calls us to create and we're, we're called to it. But then, you know, through the process of being, becoming an entrepreneur, we experience a lot of challenges, right? And, and so that's why meditation is such a potent tool and technology for the entrepreneur to stay in alignment. Yeah. So throughout your journey, I mean, you've started a lot of different businesses. How has meditation kind of brought you back and grounded you? Like where have the, where have you experienced times where potentially you weren't um, in total, uh, you know, belief of what you were doing and, 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 and uh, fully expressed doing that and meditation kind of brought you back. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, especially in the past three years, I've been meditating more and more progressively more, um, for the past three years, three years ago, I was meditating maybe once or twice a week. Now I'm meditating every day and I'm meditating for about an hour. And, um, you know, sometimes I miss a day to go surf or whatever, but you know, I'm, I'm really active and adamant about prioritizing, um, connecting with my higher self and prioritizing the, uh, the deepening of my capacity to embody the energy of my highest expression of self. And what I mean by that is that in this present moment right now in quantum physics, there's this idea of the many worlds theory that states that there are infinite uh, ways that you could be experiencing this present moment right? Mm -hmm. That you could be in extreme joy, you could be in total sadness, you could be jumping, you could be meditating. I mean, it's just infinite Mm -hmm. ways that you could experience this present moment. And so 
in one of those infinite expressions or experiences, you are fully expressing yourself. You are in full alignment. You're in full harmony. You're just like radiating with a, a, a deep sense of connectedness and groundedness and, and you're feeling in full alignment. You feel like the full, like, fuck yes to your future. Like everything is just like working for the greatest good for you and for the planet, right? And and that idea, that that concept is it's a thought but there's also an emotion that is associated with that with that thought and i think that we're all chasing after that thought like we all want that for ourselves we all want to have you know especially entrepreneurs and digital nomads like we we want to travel the world and experience the life and the beauty and the colors and the cultures of this planet and we also want to feel grounded. We want to feel like we're at home everywhere we go. But, you know, a lot of people ask me like, hey, man, you travel. I've been traveling for four years full time. And people ask me like, don't you feel ungrounded? Don't you feel like, you know, don't you get scattered traveling all the time? And I say, you know what? Every time, every morning when I wake up, I go home. And I go into my meditation and it is the literally the most soul nourishing mm environment on the face of the planet and it doesn't even exist on the planet it, it exists in the field of potential and so yeah i mean I, four years ago i was traveling and i, I was traveling i was I had this dream to travel the world and be a digital nomad and and I, I wanted it so bad. And so I created everything that I needed in order to be able to have a, a business everywhere that I go, hosting workshops and events and retreats and doing transformational coaching and strategic, being a, a strategic interventionalist and helping people heal their mind, their body, their soul. And, and, um, and so I, I started on this, on this tour and I was just failing left and right. I was so scattered. I was so... I, I still hadn't done all the healing that I needed to do around my childhood trauma. There was like stories and narratives that were just holding me back. I couldn't go. I couldn't speak fully. I had a lot of blockages in my throat. Um, I had a lot of blockages in my fear stuck in my gut. I had a lot of stuff with the sexual trauma that, you know, that was associated. So it was just, I was all, you know, in my relationships with women, it was just, it was all out of balance. Everything, you know, it's like you get one thing out of balance and it all just goes out of balance. And so then I started to meditate and every time that I would meditate, I would just like feel really fucking good. Yeah. You know? It's like, wow, yeah. I feel great. Like I should do this every day, but then like I would do it once or I'd do it twice and then I would feel good. And then I would just kind of work really hard and go back to the grind. Right. Yeah. A lot of times that's what we do as entrepreneurs, we grind and, and that's sometimes there's just like, that's what you got to do. Or at least that's what the story tells mm -hmm. us. Right. And so over a period of time, what started to happen is that I would realize that I would go into meditation and I would wake up and I would think, oh, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do that, da, 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 da. and I have this huge list of things to do before I even meditate. And I would say, no, listen, body, listen, I'm talking to my, my mind and my body, which is your subconscious mind. It's the mind that says, I need to go, I need to grind, I need to survive, I need to put food on my table, I need to hustle. I need to go, go, go. And you say, wait a second, before we go, 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 we're going to tune into the field of the greatest potential for this day. 
we're going to tune into the energetic potential. We're going to tap into the quantum field of infinite possibilities. And instead of just hustling and grinding based on my fear mentality or based on my scarcity mentality, that is, I need to work every moment, I'm going to stop. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to calm my body down. I'm going to get out of a, uh, a sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight state. I'm going to calm my body down. I'm going to get into a nice parasympathetic relaxed state. I'm going to calm my body down to the point where I can actually communicate to my body on a subconscious level. I'm going to hypnotize myself right now. I'm going to, to communicate. I'm going to, I'm going to start speaking my affirmations and my body's going to actually feel those affirmations rather than saying, Oh, you know, like I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy, but I feel depressed or, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, everything's going great. But actually on the inside, I'm just like trying to hold everything together, you know? And because like, yes, as entrepreneurs, we multitask, we do a lot of things. We, we, we wear a lot of hats, and we have the opportunity to show up to every position as the greatest version of yourself or the most scattered, erratic, and freaking stressed out version For of sure. yourself. You know, you know yes, what I mean? Definitely. And you also talk a lot about uh, brain-body coherence. So can you talk a little bit more about that? And you talked about meditation and, and that process um, through meditation. But what about... Uh, what else could body brain coherence mean? Yeah, definitely. So when, when you have, uh, when you're, when you're thinking, right, when you're in that, that sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight state, and you're thinking, go, 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 you're in beta brain waves and beta uses a lot of energy. It's a very high, it's, it's oscillating at a very high level. And, and so there's a lot of energy being consumed. And if you just work really hard, you'll work yourself to the bone and then you'll get burnt mm. out. Right. And then you take a deep breath. Try it. <sighs> and then you just focus on stillness. And then you go into an alpha brainwave. And you can actually feel the electricity. You can feel the difference in brainwaves. When you like, just think about something that stresses you out. Like think about all the emails you need to write and think about all the communication that you have to do. And think about like, oh, you got to, you know, do these things and just notice how the energy is actually being consumed and being used in, inside yeah. of the brain. And then again, take the deep breath. And then exhale. And then just focus on space. And focus on the space inside of your head. And notice how everything slows down. And that's how we get into an alpha brainwave. Now, if you were to just hold that alpha brainwave there, which we can do, we can get ourselves into a very coherent alpha brainwave pattern which is something that we can actually, when you, when you train enough, when you practice meditating enough, you can get to the point where you're not overly thinking, you're not overly stimulating, you're not multitasking in your brain without even thinking that you're multitasking, which is what happens a lot, especially when we're tapped into our dopamine hit of our smartphone all the time and we're training ourselves to just keep swiping, swiping, yeah. swiping. We're actually training our neural networks to keep operating in that at that level of productivity and 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 we don't realize it and so it's it's so important as we evolve as as our consciousness evolves and our narrative of our global awakening of humanity evolves that we practice this because 
as technology advances, we advance our own technology and then we can advance with technology rather than it thinking for us. And then we go into more of a neurodegenerative, um, you know, basically we, we, we don't know how to think for ourselves. Um, and so when we get ourselves in an alpha brainwave, we can even sink even lower to a then theta brainwave. And yeah. theta is where we get into that kind of like dream state, right? And we can get there, you know, in our dancing practice at ecstatic dance, you can get there when you're surfing. And this is, uh, you know, a lot of times when we're in, um, in flow, in, in a flow state, we can go between alpha and theta, where we just kind of allow your mind to go into a, a, a total state of hypnosis and, and just, uh, yeah, like you leave your body. Hey, everyone. Hi. How's it going? Are you, are you all here for the meditation? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Awesome. I'm excited. There's actually a meditation happening at Same Same Co-Living, which is where I'm staying. It's a creative co-living uh, space here in Portugal. And um, they're hosting a meditation and I'm going to be participating in it. So I'm really, I'm really Amazing. stoked. So people will be coming in and, and uh, it's, it's all good. So, um, and, and yeah, so, um, but what I wanted to get to, because you're, you're, you were asking about how do we, how do we use yeah body uh, body brain coherence and coming into coherence there and and everything that you're talking about um, with alpha brain waves getting into theta wave uh, brain waves I know that there's so much you could talk about just around theta being in theta state because that is where we access the deepest parts of ourselves uh, so I'd be curious about that as well. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. So just going back into coherence. So a lot of times if we're really focused on, on an object or a thought, or if we're focused on just do, 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 go, 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 you're firing uh, your brainwave patterns in a very specific way that's going to actually neurologically uh, uh, condition your mind to thinking in that way. Um, and so when we go from an object focus or like a convergent focus to more of a divergent focus and open focus, it, that's where you go into that theta state. That's where you go into, you're not focusing on one thing, but rather you're opening yourself up. It's called an open focus meditation. And when you go into an open focus, you're allowing for your brain waves to oscillate at a more coherent, in a more coherent pattern and vibration. So rather than thinking, you're flowing and it increases um, malleability, brain malleability, and it also increases your ability to be neuroplastic. And so essentially we're, 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 we're breaking through the, the confines of our, the structures that we've created or the, the way that we perceive the world. And we're, we're opening ourselves up to expanding to new potentials and possibilities. Um, and so this is a muscle, this is a muscle memory. This is a, something that needs to be worked out in the same way that you actually go to the gym. Um, because the more that you can open your focus, the more that you'll then be able to bring your attention, your consciousness from thinking about your identity to actually dropping the consciousness into your autonomic nervous system, into the limbic brain which is where a lot of our reactions and our emotions reside. It's where it's, it's, it's more like our, our reptilian brain. It's where we're, you know, we're in survival mode and we're, you know, unconsciously like trying to make sure that we're going to, you know, have enough food. And, and it's like these unconscious programs are all locked in. And, and part of it is part of our, um, 
our RAS, our reticular activation system, where it's like basically the hardwired, hard encoded uh, neural networks that go all the way from your, down your brainstem. And when you can tune into that, when you can drop yourself out of your identity and you, you, you basically allow yourself to complete, completely melt into nothing, you lose your identity. You're practicing the muscle memory of disassociating from your ego. And this is like such a freaking mind fuck. I mean, it's like a mind hack, right? You're just like, wait, what? Like completely lose your identity for as long as possible. And then what happens is that's when you can access the autonomic nervous system. That's when you can actually start to tune your body like an instrument to new potentials in the quantum field. And what happens when I go here on a mo every morning is that all of a sudden I get this burst of energy that is essentially this coherent energy that's coming from my heart. And this is where we talk about heart coherence. Because what happens is that you're no longer feeding your energy, your life force energy to this identity, but rather you're liberating energy and it is actually sending a coherent wave of energy through your whole body. And in this state, people are, have been, it's been scientifically proven and case studies have been done where people are having miraculous healings, like uh, what they call a... Um, spontaneous remission of disease, um, autonomic uh, issues, um, uh, neurodegenerative issues, people who ha were blind are seeing, people who are deaf are hearing, people are getting up out of their For wheelchairs. Sure. I mean, it's like skin issues, eczema, like it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and if you go to Joe Spence's website, you can <laughs> learn more about work. stuff that you know, people are sharing their testimonials and it's like amazing. And I've been going to his workshops. I've been to three of them and they're just like out of this world. And so um, doing, doing this work is, is one of the most, uh, yeah, powerful journeys that I've been on and, um, and exploring this as a tool for business is what's most exciting for me as an entrepreneur, you know, because I think that when we can align who we truly are as, as leaders of our own reality, as the creators of our own future and use this technology to do that, to stay in alignment, that's when we get into real flow. That's when we access, you know, that, that deep alignment, that soul alignment, because we're no longer, you know, just like, hustling for a job or hustling just for money, but rather it's what's most alive, what's most interesting, what's most um, aligned with our soul. And that's when we, I feel like that's when we achieve what I call yeah, soul sustainability. For sure. For sure. Okay. Awesome. And, and um, so you've been to a lot of Joe Dispenza workshops. Have you done a lot of healing yourself? Are you in a healing space? Oh yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I've done a lot of healing on myself and with others over the years. Um, I mean, I, I, when I was 14, I was ordained with the gift of prophecy, the gift of healing with my hands, uh, affirmative prayer and speaking in tongues. And at, at the age of 14, I was, I was initiated with these gifts. And, you know, when you're a 14 year old kid, you don't, you know, it's like, okay, cool. Let's try it out. You know, I was at church camp and, and I, but I ran with it. Right. And, and, um, and over the years, you know, of like, you know, now I call myself a recovering Christian because it's like, I had to kind of wake up out of the dogma. Um, but you know, and then and entered into more of a limitless perspective of, you know, our true connection with, with source. But, you know, I think that what real healing is, is getting to a mindset of wholeness because when we're in a state of wholeness, 
it, it, it's actually overriding the unconscious program. Because if you're in the program, if you're in an unconscious program, you're essentially just bringing the past into the present moment, reactivating that neural chemistry and conditioning your body more deeply into a past experience, a past, you know, a past moment. Um, and you're bringing that pain, you're bringing that story with you and you're reliving it. But when you come into a state of wholeness and oneness, you're essentially stepping into a connection with source, with the divine, the, the source of energy that gives birth to all life and and you're you're tuning in to the field of wholeness and and it's again this is a mind hack because it's like well wait a second you know the ego is always wanting more the ego is always needing you know something to fulfill it it needs to get somewhere it needs to work it needs to hustle it needs to grind and but when we when we operate at a state of wholeness and oneness that's actually the, the brainwave that is associated with wholeness and oneness is gamma. And gamma brainwaves are the highest brainwaves. And when you go into a gamma brainwave state, that operates, a, your whole brain goes into this state that Joe Dispenza calls like a psychic union, where basically your your brain is just vibrating at such a high octave and you're, you're starting to actually tune into energy and frequencies beyond the speed of light and that's where we kind of start to tune into this idea of quantum meditation um, because the pineal gland which is a gland that's, that's part of our endocrine system that has always uh, also been associated with the third eye by you know for thousands of years um, is actually scientifically proven that it's covered in these microscopic salt crystals that are essentially essentially like uh, uh, an antenna, a radio antenna that has the ability to receive and send frequency. And, and so that is essentially how we are able to tune into this field of potential. And, and a lot of times when you're in a deep state of coherence, the visions that you'll see are visions of sacred geometry, like shapes and symbols that will just pass in front of your eyes. And when you're meditating, um, you will have those visions. And, and so it's, it's interesting. And how do you translate this for businesses? Cause you work with businesses a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it translates the most for people who are leaders, who are entrepreneurs that need to operate at their peak performance. This is a peak performance hack. This is for leaders who, who know, I mean, as a creator, you know, it's like, you need to be able to operate at your full capacity. And if you're in an unconscious emotion, living in a program of scarcity and lack, then what kind of mm -hmm. campaign are you going to launch? You know, if you go into a campaign thinking, oh, this is probably not going to work. I don't have what it takes to do this. Um, you know, if you go into a project with that energy, <laughs> no, 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 stop. Boom. Back to the drawing board, we go yin and we break through. And we, the, when you go into this meditation, and I have a, a program, it's called uh, Quantum Meditation Mastery, and it's, it's a seven-day program where basically you have a meditation for every single morning. And, and when you do this, it's oftentimes it's, it's over, it's, it's about an hour long and I encourage people to go as long as they can. I know a lot of people can only sit still for 20 minutes, but it's usually after about 30 minutes, I'm able to peel away the layers and go deep enough to actually be able to break through to the point where I'm getting into those deep states of oneness, connectedness, wholeness. And, and I, and I, I start to access that, that 
powerful yes. potent energy that that is released from the heart because when you open up your heart did you know that 1300 neurotransmitters are released that are mm. healing your body that are regenerating your body and mm. and when you can get your brain into those coherent alpha and theta brain waves and you open up that heart you're creating an electromagnetic field that can be measured three meters away from your body and so you're you're essentially just turning on that elevated emotion and you're pairing it with a clear intention and this is where it really is a potent tool for entrepreneurs because if you're about to go into a project if you're going into a meeting you got to have that clear intention of what it is that you're creating. You have to know what is the message that you're delivering here and what is the emotional state that you want to be in so that when you are emitting that electromagnetic field. Mm, yeah, that's feel. so great. Yes, I think all leaders uh, absolutely could benefit from that. Jonathan, I think this is um, a perfect place to wrap up. This was an amazing podcast, uh, an amazing uh, educational piece on quantum meditation, body brain coherence, and getting into these amazing flow consciousness states for leaders. This is great. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, if anyone's interested in uh, going deeper into these topics, um, we're going to be doing, I think we're going to be doing a live tomorrow um, at an event that I'm organizing um, in alignment and sponsored by uh, Nomad X. Nomad X is a platform for digital nomads and uh, location independent entrepreneurs uh, to find places to stay that are, it's like Airbnb, but way better. Um, and, uh, and so we're going to be doing an event tomorrow called quantum meditation uh, or harnessing quantum meditation for your business. And it's going to be a, a deeper journey where we're actually going to be uh, applying it and testing it and designing new timelines for the future. And um, yeah, so if you're in, uh, if you're in Portugal, come and join us. Um, I'll post the link in the, in, in here, or you can join in to the um, Nomad X community page and awesome. we'll be going live there. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for the opportunity to, you know, share with you. And yeah, really looking forward to um, connecting with you more and your community. And for sure. yeah, thanks for today.